so team first of all uh, very good evening welcome to the infosec train and team today we are here to discuss about aws security specialty and team like before going forward i would just like to give you brief introduction about my profile uh, my name is ayush and i will be instructor for this webinar and about my it experience team uh, i have been working in the industry for the last eight plus years on various domain i have started my career as a mainframe developer then onwards i started working in a cloud and more specifically i'm working on aws also more than a trainer i'm a consultant for a lot of companies worldwide i basically support the organization to migrate to the aws platform and also i have help to secure the cloud computing platform i design solutions for them and team uh, these are my certifications i am aws certified practitioner i am aws certified solution architect and i have also done aws certified security specialty and team i have also worked in kubol jcl pm1 debut i'm also certified ch okay so this was all about my profile and team today what we are going to discuss is that we are going to discuss about introduction to aws then shared responsibility model and aws well architect framework so team first of all i would like to tell you like what is cloud computing so this is necessary so what is cloud computing team so team cloud computing is the on demand delivery of compute power database storage application and other it resources so this is the uh, definition you can see all around the web but what kind of a definition i have is like see cloud computing cloud computing is made up of two words okay so team cloud computing is basically made up of two words first one is cloud second one is computing so what i'm going to do i'm just going to break this word into two the first one that is cloud so team what is cloud if you are able to access something over the internet right so this is for the cloud and then for computing team like in computing we are having four things that is cpu computing capacity then we have memory then we have storage right then we have network so team if you are just able to get all these computing capacity over the internet then i call it as a cloud computing so this kind of definition i think for sure it's really uh, easy now team second point is that this cloud service platform pro, uh, pro uh, platform gives you as a pay as you go pricing so what does this mean like pay as you go pricing means team you have to pay what you are using so for example this is my aws account team so uh, don't worry i will just show you like what or what all things we are having in the aws account so for now like this is my aws account and i am having lots of services here can you see that like i am having lots of services here team so it doesn't matter that i am lots of service i have created accounts so i have to pay for whole account so pay as you go pricing means that you have to pay what you are using like for example this is my s3 this is a storage solution so if you are using s3 for like 5 gb 10 gb 30 gb so you have to pay for only that thing right so this is like pay as you go pricing then team third point is that you can provision 
you can provision exactly the right type and size of computing resources you need so team like if you were working uh, like in your it uh, on premises so you have seen that you have to just guess like what all things you require what type of computing capacity you will be requiring what size of the server will be there so all these things if you're working in a cloud if you move to the cloud then you don't have to worry about it you can provision exactly the right type and size of the computing resources right so you don't have to buy anything upfront you just need to use things that are present on the cloud then team you can access as many as resources i need almost instantly like this is my aws account so whatever i can like uh, whatever i want to access i can access these things easily right so this is right then team then we have fourth thing is that simple way to access server storage databases and set of application service so you can access anything whatever you want right so this is the basic introduction of cloud computing like what cloud looks like what is cloud computing now team we have something called as like you have been using some cloud services and i believe that you might be knowing that this is a gmail and this is email cloud service okay and you have to pay only for emails that are stored so i think uh, gmail provide you up to 15 gb free right and after that you have to pay for it same we have dropbox in dropbox you can store whatever files whatever things you want to store so this is dropbox then team this is uh, like a netflix i know like most of the people might be knowing about it if you are really uh, a person the, that kind of a person who really wants to watch web series movies so i know that you might be well versed about this right so this is also and team like this netflix is completely built on aws now team like uh i find like um like what will happen see like nowadays like all things like what what is happening like we all are working organizations right so whatever the uh, latest boom technology we heard we really uh, just uh, try to run over that right just we need to learn or we just need to move on it so same with the cloud like uh, after like uh, cloud has boomed like uh, all the on-premises uh, wants to move to the cloud so team like i will tell you like first of all like moving to the cloud is really really good idea but team for example it's not like that if your competitor or if you are some other uh, like if you are competing organizations are moving to the cloud then you also need to do that it's completely wrong first thing is that you need to check like if uh, like cloud is good for you not you need to just do proper r d you just need to take each and everything then you need to go for the cloud right and not only for cloud like uh, any cloud provider going for aws gcp azure so what you can do you just need to learn some basics about it and just compare what things are suiting you so then you can go for any cloud platform right then in an easy way you can select which cloud form uh, cloud platform suits you like for example some people says uh, like container services are good of aws uh, if you want to go for active directory and all that kind of microsoft product then azure is very good so like these things we are having right so for this we need to just do proper r d and all these things so team like why to cloud right why to cloud so team like there are like these things okay so first thing that is why to cloud first one is capex to apex team like capex to apex means like first of all capex means capital expense and opex meal opex means operational expenses 
so first thing is this capital expenses so team like if you wants to build your own data center in cloud platform like not on cloud platform if you want to build in your own data center on on premises so what all things you require first of all you need to have proper infrastructure right you need to buy a building rent out things then what all you need to buy all hardware right you need to buy servers you need servers you need storing capacity right so uh, then uh, you need routers right then what else mm. uh like if you are having servers router and all these kind of things then for this you need heat ventilation and air conditioning right then you need to just maintain you just need to go for maintenance for all these kind of things right team like these capex things are never ending things like if you are uh, just hosting your like if you are having your own data center then you have to pay lot of things up front before setting up right so these things come under capex now team we have something called as opex opex is operational cost now team for example you have your own data center on your premises you have just bought all these things so your expenses dinner and here right what you need to do you just need to pay bills right you just need to pay bills for your uh, electricity bills then you need to pay salaries to your employees right then uh, you need to do lot of stuff right okay so team uh, then we have opex right that is operational cost you need to pay bills you just need to pay salary right so then you just need to take maintenance as well you just need to maintain then there are end of life events don't worry team i will explain what is end of life events for all these purpose you need to pay right so these things will come under opex but team whenever you are just building your own infrastructure like if you are building your own data center on your premises then you have to pay see this much cost first of all first you have to buy all these things you need to pay all these things on front then what you need to do you just need to pay rent and all these things for so team uh, now these all things are never ending so what will happen team you have to pay for all these right so if you are just moving to the cloud right now if i just created this account okay this is my aws account so team do you know that i really don't need to pay anything like for one year it's completely free it's like in a free tier and they have just deducted like to to or 5 rupees around and they have just uh, uh, given that back as well uh, within couple of weeks so team like creating an account you don't need to pay anything right so you don't have to buy any infrastructure you don't need to buy any hardware you don't need to buy people don't need to uh, hire employees right so you can easily have your aws account and from here you can launch as many as instances you can just create your own infrastructure uh, using vpc so first advantage or first why you want to move to cloud is the reason so if you don't want to pay for capex and opex so you can go for cloud then team uh, second advantage we are having that is scalability so team what is scalability now for example if you are uh, if you are having an organization now if like you have started as uh, like if you started from the very basic and you are having like very basic configurations cool. now 
you have byte very less servers with a very less capacity now you have your application now team what happens like if you or like after some time uh, your application become famous right and people are using a lot then what will happen you will get lots of requests and team if you don't have proper infrastructure then you have to suffer right but if you are moving to the cloud and if your application become famous as well and people are using you are having lot of stuff and team if you have enabled scalability then i can guarantee you you don't have to do anything right and they can be like one more example for this like for now i am having uh, this is my website right team i have hosted a website here and i am having lots of requests like 100 requests on daily basis now team if i am planning for the sale what will happen okay so this is my application and this is my application right so now i am planning for the sale day right this is my shopping website and i am planning for the uh, sale so what will happen like on normal days if i am having 100 user on sale day what will happen i can have like around 1000 users 10000 users right so what will happen then i will not be able to serve them but team if you work if you are uh, having your application on cloud so what you can do you can easily scale them right it means that all these things will be like all like cloud will be just creating additional servers for you and you can serve as many as request you are having right so this is the advantage of scalability so if you wants to scale your organization so you can go for team then we have compliance need i know that you might be knowing like there are like lots of compliance first of all uh, we are having like pci dss we are having hipaa right we are having lots of gdpr so we are having lots of compliance team if you are just working on your uh, like on premises then you have to take care of each and everything right but if you are working on a cloud if you are running all these things for like all your application everything on cloud then you don't need to worry about all these things right all these things will be taken care by cloud service provider cool team then we have ul events team what is ul events ul events are uh, end of life event now team for example if you are working in organization right so if you work in organization uh, like if you work in a same organization for 8 years so it will not happen right you will be using the same laptop for 8 years what will happen like after like 2 or 3 years uh, your this old laptop will be taken care by like taken back by the your uh, employer like your organization and you will be uh, having the new one so why uh, we are doing ul events type because we wants to match the a company standard right so for that purpose we are going for ul events and these ul events will increase your productivity as well now we know that your laptop uh, has a life period of around 3 or 4 years and if you are using 4 or 8 years what will happen anytime it can break down right and in that case what will happen you have to suffer and your organization will suffer right so what will happen your organization don't want to suffer for that purpose what they will do they will give, uh, just replace sa replace you with a new hardware right so team similarly if you are having all these things on your data center see if you have just uh, having your own data center on your premises so what will happen you have to do all these end of life events by your own like for example if you are having servers okay and these servers uh, are having a lifetime period of around 8 to 10 years now what will happen after like 8 or 10 years you have to just replace it by yourself right 
so you don't have to worry about all these things if you're working in a cloud ul events will be uh, done by uh, aws in the back end then team less hr i know this is not really good for us because we'll be all will be losing jobs but still if you think in perspective of organization uh, they will be really really happy with that they need to pay less and if you're having like all these things automated there is one more advantage there will be no issue of human negligence right there will be no human errors no human negligence then team we are having something called as disaster recovery team in disaster recovery if uh, like uh, if something uh, like you are having your uh, own organization in one uh, place right for example in chennai so when i was working as a developer i faced that disaster recovery thing so we were having a project in chennai and all these things will be taken care like this project was completely taken care by chennai people and what happened there was a flood and all these things will be like like put on hold like there was uh, like a disaster right so no one be no one will no one was able to do anything so what they have done they have just replicated after that they have just replicated uh, this thing all over the uh region site right? now what they what they have done from china they have replicated to noida bangalore right? if one place is down then we can work from another place cool team then team uh, we have something called as security now team like i uh, right now as i am telling you all these things right if i am telling you like in advantages but i will tell you one thing if you are moving to the cloud you are just going for like high risk okay so if you are going for the cloud you are in a risk team so it's not good but there is one more advantage given by the cloud the advantage is that team you don't have to do anything right like if you are having any security issue what will happen like aws or like any cloud service provider will provide you lot of things that you can uh, protect your application your data like for protecting your application they are having like web shield network acl security groups right they will be having lot of things then protecting our data there, there, there will be uh, there we will be having encryption at rest right then we will be just encrypting all our data for that we are having hms kms all these kind of thing so team these were the advantages for which purpose we are just moving to the cloud okay mohit like uh, compliance like if you are working in an organization right uh, like if you are working on premises you have to do all these things by yourself like compliance needs you need to get certified all these things but if you are working on a cloud like uh, you just need to uh, not need to do anything you just need to use aws managed services and all these compliance needs will be taken care by aws we have cloud deployment model right then we have cloud deployment model so team basically in cloud we are having three types of deployment model okay so we have to discuss about cloud deployment model right so team like if you are in a cloud there are basically like uh three deployment model these are traditional but there are like lots of uh, other deployment model uh, i will discuss them as well so first i will be taking with the taking up with the uh this one right traditional one these are like public private and then third one is hybrid so team like first one we will be going with the public okay so what is public cloud team so public it means a team we are having something called as uh, we are having public services right so team like there is always a cloud service provider 
and with uh, which you have to go with like pay as you go pricing model right so first of all there will be like uh, cloud service provider second thing is that public cloud is usually divided into two first one is for like individual okay so you can use individually if you want to use then you can use it like an organization level so team like for personal like individual purpose people are going for something called as google drives right so people are like going for google drives so like what is wrong with the so team uh like uh, uh with the google drive what's wrong with the google drive so team like google drive like uh, there are like some drawbacks like very less security you, uh, you don't find any security measures there then you don't have any location preferences right so you don't need you don't know right where you have uh, where google have uh, put your all data so you are just simply putting your data third thing is a limited space if you are just willing to pay for more like after some time uh, you won't be able to store like for that you need to create different different account right so team the only thing or the best thing about public cloud is they are economical and if you talk about organization basis then you can go for like aws azure and google uh, gcp in that you're having uh, public services that are s3 right then team uh, we are having something called as private cloud so team in private cloud so team in private cloud like there are like two types first one is on premises private cloud and second one we are having is called as off premises private cloud cool team first one we are having is on premises private cloud and then second we are having something called as off premises private cloud cool team like in we are having two type on-premises private cloud and off-premises private cloud so team what is happening in on-premises private cloud team in this we are leveraging our own infrastructure in that we are just having resource pooling we are having a scalability elasticity we are having lots of things right and what is happening here we are just using okay so what we are doing here so team uh, we are just leveraging our own infrastructure we are adding the all the cloud capabilities and here can be like cloud service provider or not it depends like if you want to uh, like if you want to ask like aws that uh, can you please deploy all these things in our premises like we are having all the hardware things we are having all these resources in our premises can you please help us or you can do it independently so this is on premises private cloud then team uh, we are having something called as okay so uh, this is like on premises private cloud right you are having your own infrastructure okay first point is that team in on-premises private cloud you are having your own infrastructure okay you are you are just adding cloud capabilities and you are using it for your own clients right then team like there are like some advantages with on-premises private cloud so like the advantage of on-premises private cloud is that you are having complete control and uh, data is within our control okay second thing is the security team like we are having lots of things right so like if all these things like within our premises then we have lots of security measures right so we can easily uh, uh, secure our on-premises things right then team we have exact idea of the location like where our data lies and team the most important advantage of this is that we have no multi-tenancy so team like what is multi-tenancy multi-tenancy is something like we are having a hardware that is shared 
uh, with the others people as well, right? We're having the same piece of hardware. So let me tell you what is. So let me tell you like what is uh, multi-tenancy. So team, for example, this is my piece of hardware, right? So what AWS will do if you want to store something. So this piece of things will be allocated to you. Then some part of this hardware will be allocated to some other person, right? So by this way team, we are having multi-tenancy. It means that we all are using the same hardware. Okay, but if you're going for on-premises team, then you don't have any multi-tenancy. You are just, you can have like internal multi-tenancy, like your business units, you are having different projects, right? But you don't have extra multi-tenancy. You are not sharing your piece of hardware with some other person, right team? Then team, like disadvantages we are having with on-premises private cloud. The advantages are like you are fully responsible, okay, because everything lies with you. So you are fully responsible if something happened bad then cost team you have to pay like massive capex and opex if you are going for on-premises cloud and team finally that you know that you need to pay like uh, you will be having all these like uh, human resources for carrying all this stuff so you have to pay them as well now team there is something called as off-premises private cloud so team the minor difference between on-premises and off-premises private cloud is that in on-premises of private cloud you are having all the hardware all these things on your uh, premises right but in on off premises you don't have like you are just you you are just having a virtual private cloud but not in your premises cool team you are having a virtual private cloud but not in your premises like you are using aws azure and gcp cool team like for example this is my vpc okay this is my virtual private cloud team and we can create our own data center right so i can do what all capabilities you can do with your own premises you can just create all all this infrastructure here right you can create your own vpc subnet route tables right you can do anything whatever you wants to do you can mention your rules in like security groups in network acs right you can do all these things here cool team so this is basically like a off-premises private cloud in this you are just leveraging the uh, resources of the cloud uh, uh, cloud service provider now team uh, then we have hybrid hybrid is basically like a combination of public and private cloud it's like we have on-premises dc cloud and need to extend for some amount of time so you can go for hybrid cloud cool team then in on-premises cloud you are having uh, AWS okay in on-premises you are having your resources okay and just let me tell you like how uh, for example like this is your on-premises cloud okay I'm just typing on-prem for it so this is on-prem then this is my off okay this is my cloud service provider or this is off-premises private cloud so team you can go for a hybrid like if you want to extend like for some amount of time if you got any requirement from, from your client and you don't really want to buy new servers so and you want to create poc for that purpose you can go for it then you can go for like dr sites if you want to build dr site you can go for it then if you want to move uh, if you're just planning to move to cloud then you can also use it then if you wants to back off of your data like if you wants to keep all your data here so then also you can leverage aws so in this way 
hybrid is just like a combination of public and private in private you are having all your stuffs and you are just leveraging public all as well now team fourth we are having something called as community cloud cool team then we are having something called as community cloud right then team in community cloud what we are doing we are just creating our uh, like for example we are having like four banks okay like for example we are just have like uh, in india we are having four bank uh, like sbi then uh, we are having hdfc right and then we are having hdfc then we have icici okay just missing a team this you can take like anything like pnb then we are having like bank of india okay or access we are having like these four banks now team like these bank wants to use the cloud platform so what they will do they will just go to the cloud and they will just tell like any cloud service provider can you please deploy this for us and this cloud service provider will deploy this cloud for only for these four people right these four banks will only be able to use this so what we are doing we are just deploying a cloud for some community cool team now team uh, then we are having something called as aws government cloud okay so they are just they are just building cloud for government okay like aws has built a uh, cloud for us government right then finally we are having multiple cloud and team right now like most of the time like i can see or like you will be also seeing this companies are just going for hybrid cloud so uh, sorry multi-cloud so team what is multi-cloud multi-cloud is that now team if you are just going for uh, like you have just uh, uh done r d all about aws azure right so when you've done all r d of all these things and you know like what all services will be benefited from all these like from aws you are just taking the uh container services from azure you are going to use this uh, like uh then you are just going to use uh whatever uh like azure uh, active directory then for gcp you are just going to use storage we don't like we can control multi-tenancy in a way like we can put all our uh what we say uh we can just put our all our data like a uh, sensitive data in on premises and we can just use aws uh, for like non-sensitive data right so in this way we can just remove multi-tenancy uh in hybrid cloud and if we talk about multi-cloud team so in multi-cloud like we are deploying so many services right so if you just don't want to go for multi-tenant there are like something called as like if you're going for these services right uh just give me a second team so this is my aws network right so team if you don't want to share multi-tenant so what you can do okay just give me a second team i will show you So team like if you don't want to go for multi-tenant then you you have to go for dedicated right if you are going for these kind of dedicated things right so if you are going for like the like you have to up, uh, go for like these kind like you have to select this dedicated this means that team you will be having your own thing right cool team so it means that you are just 
getting all these things dedicated it means that you will be getting dedicated hardware for this so by this way you can just remove multi-tenancy now team uh, this was about uh, cloud deployments model then team we have something called as cloud service model team like these are really important and after that we are going to discuss about uh, shared responsibility model okay so team uh, first of all we are having cloud service model okay so now like we are having four methods right four like four service model first one is so team uh, like we are having something called as cloud service model so team uh, we are going for we are having like four things like enterprise it uh, then we are having infrastructure as a service platform as a service and uh, software as a service so team if you go for cloud then we are having cloud service models they are like uh, three uh, infrastructure as a service platform as a service and software as a service so team first of all like all these things you are seeing in a blue it means that it should be managed by you and all these things that are used uh, that you are seeing in the gray part it means that all these things will be taken care by cloud service provider cool team so by this way team like uh, if you are going for on uh, like if you are going for on premises data center then you have to manage all these things right team like if you are going for like is then you have to just uh, uh, take care of these four things application security database and operating system and all rest all these things will be taken care by cloud service provider so in platform as a service this is your application you just need to take care of and other things will be taken care by cloud service provider then we are having like software as a service then team like all these things will be taken care by uh, cloud service provider and you have to just use this so i will tell you like what all things these are so first of all team like we are having something called as is okay i will just tell you in deep like what is is so team is means like is it is the most flexible types of cloud services which lets you rent okay which lets so team uh, like we are having infrastructure as a service okay so it is the most flexible type of cloud service which lets you rent the hardware and contains the basic building blocks of cloud and it it gives you complete control over the hardware that runs your application like servers vms storage networks and operating systems right okay so you have complete control over all these things right so okay so team uh, like it's an instant computing infrastructure provision and manage over the internet okay so is gives you the very best level of flexibility and management control over your it resources cool team so this is about aws uh, this is about is right then team what are the example of is team ias is like uh, like example of is are like aws ec2 cool team so i am just going to show you service that is ec2 team i am not going to launch anything i'm just going to show you okay so this is my ec2 service team okay so team i am having one instance that is running right now okay so team if you wants to do like this is like a is service okay so just need you can see that like i am having my own operating system you just need to select operating system from here you just need to select hardware okay so you are having network capacity as well then this is your storage capacity as well right so team like if you are going for uh, uh is then all these things will be in your complete control you can do whatever you want you can select whatever things you want 
school team so this is is and this is one of the example of is like we are having ec2 then team what are the benefits of is okay so there are like some benefits of is so false benefit of is is cost saving okay so how it's going to save your cost how is going to to save your cost so team is is more cost effective than building your own data center you pay only what for you need like or if you are if you need uh, storage uh, space you need cpu power bandwidth and other resources you have to pay whatever things you want you just don't need to buy anything upfront right so this makes it easier to scale up or down as needed then second benefit of is is on demand access team okay so whatever like see like the law i have launched a server right so this server is launched on on demand so whenever you want to just launch a server you can easily launch it right and uh, whenever you want to like within a few clicks you can do it so what does this mean like you are just demanding to aws that please launch a server for me right then team we have a flexibility with the is uh you can easily add more resources when demand increases without having to upgrade equipment or hire more it professionals team now it's like i am having a auto scaling here right so now you just need to uh, auto create a auto scale group right and you just need to think do all these things in a way now team what will happen as your load increases you don't need to worry about it all these things will be taken care by aws cool team then team like there are like some use cases for is so what are the use cases for is team so for is 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 useful useful for backing up storing and recovering data and also helps in managing fluctuating storage needs right so it's really helpful like if you're going for backing up recovering data team and most uh, useful cases it's it is cheaper and faster to set up test and development environment with is team if you wants to just have uh, all these things right so you can do very easily with the is in a very cheaper way then team uh, the application deployment over the cloud can be done in less time with is right if you are just having is you can do it like in a very minimum amount and you can scale up or down the apps based on unpredictable demands moreover all your infrastructure and storage requirements are borne by the provider so that you can easily deploy the application right team so in this way like these are the some use cases of is now team we are having something called as pass that is platform as a service okay so team what is pass so pass is something like platform as a service team okay so i will tell you like uh, interesting fact about pass like pass is a cloud service model that gives you a ready to use development environment okay so where developers can specialize in writing and executing high quality code okay to make customized application cool team it means the team like you don't have to do anything all these things will be taken care by your cloud service provider and you just need to uh, focus on your code right so this is pass okay uh, it helps you to create an application quickly without managing the underlying infrastructure right you don't have to leverage like you don't have to worry about uh, what all things i need like what all servers i require 
okay uh, what all things i need to configure what all capacity i need what all storage i need all these things will be taken care by cloud service provider you just need to focus on your team like there are like some examples of pass like beanstalk or lambda so i will show you like one example of pass okay what is pass service so for that uh, you just need to go here okay so this is my elastic beanstalk team uh, this is my pass service okay then i will show you like how easily you can deploy your application so team first of all you just need to click here you just need to give any application like you can you have to just give any name like my demo application okay so i'm selecting this only now team tags are really important if you want you can do it but it's our optional I, i'm just leaving it for now team like if you want to choose platform can you see like how many uh, platform it is supporting right so you just need to select platform okay so for example i am selecting php right so if now i am selecting for php okay then team you just need to just uh, use the platform version that is available here and team like if some people like some people ask me like if he wants to go the downgraded version if you i am having a code with uh, i am not having a code with the latest version so for that what i need to do so for that i will recommend to the person that please go to is service cool team so this is the example of elastic beanstalk see you just need to give your name you just need to select your platform in which platform you have built your code if you want to upload your code team you can just simply do it from your local file right you just need to upload it from your local file like any file you are having in your local system or you if you are having somewhere like in your public s3 url cool team so by this way you can just uh, uh, use like this pass service cool team now there are like some benefits of pass okay so like benefits of pass are like uh, faster development time so team you don't have to build infrastructure before you can start coding right so it reduced cost like you uh, your it department won't need to spend money spend time or manual deployments or server management you don't need to do anything you just need to focus on your code you just need a coding and you are just good to go then team like high availability i will say you high availability the reason is that a pass provider uh like pass uh, like we are like having a high availability like how can i say like we are having high availability a pass provider can make sure your application is always available okay so even during hard hardware failures or maintenance windows all these things will be taken care by cloud service provider cool team now pass use cases team like pass is useful for companies deploying running and managing app programming interfaces right pass is suitable for setting up and managing organization databases pass support various programming languages and now team we have something called as sas so this was all about pass right so in pass team like the overview about pass is that you don't need to do anything you just need to have your code with you and you can deploy your application and all these things like auto scaling your security or os patching everything will be taken care by cloud service provider cool team so by this way you can build your application instantly and then team we are having something called as sas that is called as software as a service the team 
SaaS uh, provides you with the complete product that is run and managed by the service provider. See here, each and everything is managed by a cloud service provider. You don't need to do anything, right? You just need to consume that product, like we are doing with the Gmail, right? So we are having Gmail, Dropbox, Microsoft uh, Office 365. So we are assuming all we are just using all these things. We are not doing anything over it, right? And team, one more thing, like SaaS always comes with the pay, like with the subscription model, like you're having with Netflix, right? So with Netflix, uh, you are having with a like a SaaS model, like it will be coming on the subscription part, right? So you just need to subscribe, right? And you are good to go. Cool team. Then uh, you have like benefits of SaaS lower total cost of ownership team like if you are using gmail if you are using netflix if you are using uh microsoft office 365 you are using dropbox so team uh like you are paying not that much right you are not deploying anything you are not doing anything right you are just using that okay on a subscription basis cool team so on that basis uh we are just getting and we are just using we are just using all these services so SaaS use cases team like simple SaaS use cases that SaaS helps in delivering application that can be widely distributed and accessed. Uh, for example, Gmail, right? Okay. Now, team, uh, like we are going to discuss about something called as cloud or like shared responsibility model. So this is the uh, you can also call it responsibility matrix. So it will just define the uh, outline like what all things should be taken care by you and what all things should be taken care by cloud service provider so cool team so like what is shared responsibility model let's start with that so team like a cloud vendor provides various cloud service to its user okay so one the provide one provide the service and other uses it cool so both vendors and users share some responsibility like the vendor is the responsibility for the service provided and the user team uh, first of all Imesh, i will tell you like sas is like not a sas uh, sorry database is not like a sas it's a pass and uh, you just need to just uh, tell like okay just let me show you okay so it's like a pass service it's completely managed it's not a sas service okay so for example i am having a database that is called as amazon Okay, just let me type dynamo db okay so this is my pass service right so this is pass service database is database comes with the pass service team and you all these things will be taken care by in the backend by see dynamo db is fully managed okay key value and document uh, database that is single digit uh, single digit millisecond performance at any scale so team we are not just creating any data we are just not creating any database itself it is a database you can just create table okay for example i am just typing employee table right and you can give like any like name that's a string okay i am just giving a string then i'm having a short key uh, you can give number okay a string okay 
if you want to go for like all customized setting you can go for like uh standard or infrequent access it means that you are just saving money right steam like you can go for like your uh, as per your provision mode right uh, as per your demand like your, you can go for like capacity okay simply you just need to see see this is what you need to pay okay so this is the estimated cost you will be paying create table and team you are good to go see it's just a name error just give me a second team okay create table team now see my table has been created okay so like we don't need to deploy anything it's not a SaaS service but it's a pass service it will be taken care by cloud service provider now it's my table has been created and if you want to create any attributes inside this you can do it right so this is completely pass service team like if you are going for like anything uh, like any other things you can go for like a license for like if you are just going for oracle if you are going for some other databases right then you have to bring your own license here okay so for that uh you need to go for rds cool so this is all about pass service side okay so team we were talking about responsibility metrics okay so in responsibility metrics uh, we are having like customer and aws right cool team now what is responsibility metric uh, like responsibility model so team uh, like in a like a cloud vendor provides various cloud service to its user right uh, what is shared responsibility model so team a cloud vendor provides various cloud services to its user right so for example like one provide the service and other uses it okay so both vendors and user share some responsibility like the vendor is responsible for the service provider and the user responsible for the service users cool team one is providing the service and another is con uh, consuming the cool team so by this way like uh, the user is responsible for the all the kind of stuff right so first of all we are having something called as uh, cloud service provider which will be providing you service and then we are having users which will be using all these services so team we have already discussed about the level of abstraction so they are just the other name of cloud computing service models like IES PaaS and SaaS team the biggest challenge that organization face is the confusion of the responsibilities uh, lead to security compromisation this confusion gives hacker a blind spot to attack right so and many uh, reports claim that improperly shared response uh, security responsibilities as a culprit right so a report explains that the improperly shared responsibility model are the culprits for various security incidents right so team like aws established the uh, AWS responsibility model to clarify their responsibilities. So, team like according to the AWS shared responsibility model, AWS is responsible for the security of the cloud and customer and is responsible for the security in the cloud. Cool team. So, like what are the responsibility of AWS? So, AWS is responsible for protecting. Uh, the infrastructure that runs all the services okay in other words like aws control operate and manage the components from the host operating system and virtualization layer that is down to the physical layer in which service operates 
okay so team we were discussing about the uh, shared responsibility model so let me explain about the aws responsibility so aws is responsible for protecting the infrastructure that runs all the services in other words aws control operate and manage the components from the host configuration and virtualization layer cool team and the customer responsibilities depends on the aws services used and the configuration they need to perform to secure the services so if i tell you in other words it's like customer need to manage the guest operating system including the security patches and application software right also they need to configure the aws provider security controls like security groups network as network access control okay then we have identity and access management cool team so we are having identity and access management team like tomorrow i will be covering uh, identity, access identity and access management in much more detailed way okay so for now what is identity and access management it's just like you are creating a user and groups they can uh, they can use your account cool team now team the responsibility of both aws and the customer varies with the service taken into use so make it more clear like we will discuss this shared responsibility model for one specific aws service right for example i am taking ec2 okay ec2 lies under infrastructure as a service and uh, the responsibility model for both the service about the cloud service provider and the customers are see aws uh, responsibilities are aws is responsible for the infrastructure that is region and availability zones team so in infrastructure we are having two things region and availability zones so what is regions team see team regions are nothing but there are they are these are the uh, physical location across the globe from where aws is operating and these regions are divided into multiple availability zones like in uh, we are having one region that is uh, Mumbai and in Mumbai they are just uh, dividing into uh, region to three availability zones having complete uh, their different like there are these availability zones are 100 kilometer apart it means that they have their own power supply all these kind of things for the reason is that for high availability like if you are just launching your server in one uh, like in one availability zone and if it goes down then you are in trouble right so this was our original availability so this will be taken care by aws okay then uh, like compute storage and data base and network used with ec2 this will be taken care by ec2 okay so you just need to provision that okay i will show you like okay then customer responsibility the customer is responsibility uh, responsible for the security configuration or firewall x uh, security groups guest operating system like uh, ubuntu and uh, windows okay and application and tools their encryption so all these things will be taken care by customer right now for example like i will be showing you like just give me a second team so for example team uh this is my ec2 right so team like in ec2 like uh see this region and availability zones will be taken care by aws you just need to launch your server right see you are just launching your server what you need to do okay you just need to configure all these things right your ami is right so they are just providing with the instance type okay then they are providing with the with the network capacity right then they are providing with the storage right so they are giving you all four things what you need to do team after launching like 
you are having operating system right so what you need to do you just need to log in into that operating system and you need to just do patching on your own second thing is that team you just need to take care of your things like this is my security group okay so this is my security group okay so i just need to take care of all these things my uh, what all things i am having my uh, all these to like you know, take care of my ports and protocols i need to take care by myself so like all these things will be taken care by us and underlying infrastructure will be taken care by aws cool team team like the final uh, like finally i will tell you one thing the most important thing is that that security should not be compromised at any cost right so and aws also knows the importance so team like finally security should not be uh, uh compromised okay and aws knows the importance of cloud security very well cool team so this was my responsibility matrix now team uh like let me tell you like more about aws before going to the architecting part team like this is my management console this look like this okay here i am having my account details okay my service quotas billing dashboard from here you can just check your billing things all that okay you can check your security credentials from here then it's my region okay then this is for help center right if you have any uh notification it will be shown here this is a cloud shell it's like a command line interpreter you can use okay and the team the best thing that uh, attract me is that is that you don't need to find service from here okay you don't need to just go here and search for service you just need to type here like if you want to go for s3 just type here this service will appear and you can use, easily use it so this is the basic walk through the console or you can just if you have recently visited a service you can easily use from here as well right cool team then uh, let's discuss about AWS we have to discuss about well architect framework okay now thing uh, like in cloud when you want to have a good architecture right so uh, you need to stop guessing your capacity need instead uh, you should use auto scaling scales the based out on what the actual demand on your system is going to be right so you just do, stop guessing all your capacity needs second thing is that team you should also test your system at production scale okay in the cloud you can create as many as resources you want okay and you can do it very quickly so like there is no reason that you don't go you don't want to go for like uh test right so you can create things for like one hour and you can check all these things at production scale cool team so uh, uh, like if you are just going for like production scale testing so what will happen this will uh, ensure in future that your system is ready right before publishing it to your customer now team uh, it's really important to automate uh, your architecture right and how you can do it you can do it with the you uh, with the help of cloud formation so let me tell you like what is cloud formation team so cloud formation is basically okay cloud formation is basically our infrastructure as a code okay so team what is cloud formation cloud formation is infrastructure as code cool team it's infrastructure as code so team 
what is infrastructure as code team it's a new thing in a market and it's a hot topic in a market so what is infrastructure as a code team so infrastructure code you are just creating an infrastructure with a code see team now right now i've shown you right so if you need to do anything if you want to create server you just need to do it manually right so but team if you are going with something called as cloud formation then you don't need to do things manually all these things will be done through code you just need to write a template that is on format of json and yaml and you can easily do anything what you want right then team you should also uh, allow like a uh, 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 you can uh, you can also allow to make your architecture evolve so you need to you not need to design based on changing requirements okay that means that when you migrate a workload from on premise to the cloud maybe at first you can you uh, you can match it one to one but then you can try to think about how you can leverage the cloud up, uh, better right to like you can go for like serverless okay for example you can go for serverless cool team then uh drive architecture using data okay it's not to guess okay it's good to look at what the actual uses it okay so don't guess look what actual uses it what are the patterns right then drive your architecture and use right services based on what you need cool team and team are uh, like improved through game day game days i will explain like this is really important okay so that means team uh, like you stimulate your application for flash sale days and this uh, and this is test your system you will know if you are doing well for example netflix uh, they have something called as chaos monkey and it is a program that's in the ec2 environment goes ahead and terminate ec2 instances randomly at production level team i am just talking about production level they are having something called as chaos monkey and they are just shutting down their ec2 instances at a production level so by this way they check if they are ready for failure in the cloud okay so team like you might be having failure in the cloud so you should be just ready for that failure cool team now team uh there are like something called as aws cloud best practices and design principles okay so team like is first of all you can go for uh, scalability and scalability is having like two parts uh that is horizontal scaling and second one is vertical scaling so team what is horizontal and vertical scaling in horizontal scaling team you are just increasing the number of instance okay in horizontal scaling you are just going to increase the number of instance as per your demand like i have shown you right if you are going for the sale day so you what will happen you have to just increase your servers okay horizontally then team we have vertical scaling it means that team you are just increasing the capacity of your server okay so for example you are using a low capacity server and now you feel like you need to go for like more capacity server so you can go for vertical scaling as well like for example uh, i am having a t2 micro right so i can go for like t2 large i can just change it to t2 large so this is vertical and horizontal scaling cool team now team we have disposable resources okay so your server should be easily disposable and easily configured if you put too much configuration onto a server and somehow that server 
is lost okay so what will happen your all the resources will be lost okay so in the cloud everything is supposed to be uh, disposable including your infrastructure okay and so you don't need to make sure to go back uh, like you you need to just make sure you back up your data you need to make sure that you have backup of your configurations right you just need to take ami snapshot all these kind of thing cool team okay let me do it again no issues okay okay so team by this way we are going for disposable resources now team uh we need to have like automations okay so we have servers okay so team like if you want to go for automation you can easily go for like serverless uh, uh and auto scaling and so on like if you want to go for serverless you can use lambda okay and for auto scaling you just can configure auto scaling from ec2 or as well as you can configure auto scaling from cloudwatch as well right from cloudwatch thing now team this is this is really important and interesting term that is loose coupling so team like loose coupling is very much important so when you have application at first it's monolithic right that means uh it's an application that can do everything and over time the more you need onto the application the bigger it becomes right and now as this application become bigger it would be difficult to maintain and difficult to scale okay so instead you should break it down into smaller loosely coupled components so that maybe uh, so that they uh, they can be easily linked through sns sqs and other things right and idea here is that a change or failure should not cascade to other components right team so uh, let me give you one example for this okay just give me a second team so let me give you an example for this okay so for example team i am having an application here right so this is my application and for example i am having a video encoding uh, application and everything is happening in the front end okay so this is my video encoding application and everything happens happening in the one front end only and we are just uh, just replying our customer from here only so team what will happen like if you have the capacity of like 100 users and unfortunately you get a request of to, from 200 user what will happen you won't be able to resolve the queries of the customer right so what you can do team here you can uh, like uh, your service will go down right so here what you can do you can go for like loosely couple it means that now what you can do you can just divide your application into two right so this will be your front end this will be your back end and here in between you can play something called as sqs it's like a simple queue service okay so you are just placing something here called as sqs okay so team what will happen now if you are still getting the more uh requests so what will happen like requests are coming in this way so all these things will be get queued here okay all these things will be getting queued here what will happen team like when this uh, like uh, i am having the capacity of resolving 100 you like 100 requests at a time so what will happen all these things will be queued here first of all i will just uh, uh, resolve 100 uh, requests then after uh, 100 requests then i will just uh, use like uh, again i will just resolve again 100 requests so by this way team like if my front end got failed right and still i am if i am having something here in the sql right left so what will happen is still i can process some of the data right or if my backend is failed for example my backend is not working backup backend is failed but what will happen is still my front end will be able to 
just capture the request and store as SQS. And like if I'm having a downtime of like one or two minutes, so by this way, we can do it. Cool team. Then team, like one of the best practices also like uh, go for services, not server, right? So team thinking uh, like it's like that, uh, like you can go for EC2, right? But it's not recommended. You can use EC2 for translating whatever you have on on premises to the cloud. But now think as a service, right? You uh, you can use fully managed service like serverless, databases like pair services, right? So in that, what you need to do, you just don't need to do anything. All these things will be taken care by service provider. Cool team. So these are the some of the best practices. Team, then we have something called as well architect framework. And in, in this, we are having six pillars team. Okay, now we have something called as well architect framework and in this we are having six pillars. So team, uh, we have six pillars in well architect framework. Okay, so first pillar is operational excellence. Second uh, pillar is security. Third pillar is reliability and fourth pillar is performance efficiency. Fifth pillar, pillar is cost optimization and sixth pillar is sustainability. So team like sixth pillar is the new one. Okay, so let's discuss. Okay, so team like first of all, idea behind that is like when you are acting according to the pillars you will have good architecture on AWS cool team so they are not something you want to balance or compromise or trade off okay in this uh, when you can improve uh, like you can when you are just improving operational excellence you are automatically improving your cost optimization cool team now let's do one thing let's discuss these things one by one so first of all, I'm having first thing that is operational excellence, okay? So team, like this is the first pillar in well architect framework, okay, uh, is operational excellence. So operational excellence includes the ability to run and monitor systems to deliver business values and to continuously improve supporting process and procedure, okay? So team, it's all about having your operations uh, in an excellent way, right? Then team, uh, like in this, we are having uh, like design principles, okay? So in design principles, uh, first thing we are having is like perform operations as code, okay? So first one is uh, perform, like perform operation as code. So it means the team, all your operations should be code and not for that uh, we need to go for something called as cloud formation, right? So team like cloud formation is infrastructure code. I've already told you. Okay, so you just need to do code everything. Okay, so you can uh, by using uh, cloud formation, you can review your code like you can review a template. Okay, so if you are reviewing template means that you can review your architecture within like a few hours, right? So team like it will increase your operations. Then team uh, annotate documentation. Okay. So team, what is annotated documentation? Like you need to annotate or document, okay? Make sure like it's clean document, make sure it's commented and team like uh, and generate after each build of your application. Cool team. Now we need to make frequent and small reversible changes. Now team, for example, okay? Now team, for example, if you make huge changes every three months in case of failure, you may feel difficulty to re uh, reverse it, okay? 
so go for small changes in case of any failure you can revert it very easily right cool team finally anticipate failure and learn from all your operational failure now team uh, let me tell you like there are like some services okay so by using these services uh, you can just increase your operation excellence okay so for example team okay you can just increase your operation excellence with these services okay so first thing is that like first service you can go for that is aws cloud formation okay so team we can use cloud formation for preparing infrastructure as a code and review code and if you wants to make change in infrastructure it can be done easily within cloud formation okay so team like for example i am just having uh, my infrastructure distributed all over this uh, my account right now if i make any changes uh, in my uh, one part of application so it will be very difficult for me to go like each and every place and check like what all things it has it and what are the outcomes right so for this we can go for like cloud form uh, cloud formation and we can easily see like what all things are impacted and what all things we are having right then team we are having aws cloudwatch okay so you can use cloudwatch for viewing or monitoring the performance in infrastructure right so team like cloudwatch look like this okay so this is my ec2 okay so team uh, this is my ec2 right so this is my instance running okay so using this cloudwatch monitoring tool right so i can see like what all like what is my performance like what is my cpu utilization right now okay is there like what is my network like see cpu uh, credit uses i see so by this way team i can monitor my operation performance cool team then team uh, we are having uh another thing that is security our second pillar is security okay so team uh, it includes the ability to protect information system and assess while delivering business values through risk assessment and migration strategies okay so team like first of all like when we are going for like security like all the organization all the people are really worried like oh now we have to do all these things okay so we are just worried about it so team like security is really really important okay so we have to minimize the risk over time okay now how do we design strong security first thing is that how we are going to design a strong security so team well for that we need to have a strong identity foundation uh, for this we are going to use service that is called as im that is identity and access management and using this identity and access management uh we can manage users in centralized manner right so let me show you okay and team we can also follow the principle of least privileges right okay so team uh like uh, in this i am having my iam okay so team like in this way i can have my users right so in this way team you can create your users and you can use accordingly right so this is my central centralized way of having my users i can see like what all privileges i have given to them right and team like we can use something called as principle of least privilege it means that i will be just going for the i am just going 
going to give as much as permission that is required for that per person to do its job now team we have like enable tracing okay so we want to enable tracing that means that we want to look at the all the logs okay and store them and automatically respond them right then team uh, we have something called as apply security at uh, all layers okay so team we are having layers like first of all we are having edge network then we are having vpc then we are having subnet then we are having load balancer and team like every instance uh then we are having instance then we are having operating system then we're having application right so team what we are going to do here we are just going to uh going for approach that is called as defense in depth okay so if one security control fails then there should be another security controls to take over cool team now second thing is that automate security is best practice uh is done when done automated it's like uh, if you're just uh, like for example teams are having lots of logs like vpc logs cloud trail logs like lot of logs so i know that it will not be very like easy for you to just go through like each and every log so if you go for like automated person like in automated way then it will be really helpful for you cool team then team uh, we can protect data in transit and at rest okay we can do it by encryption we can use hms kms all kind of things okay team uh, we should prepare for like security events like run incident response simulations and uh, use tools like automation to increase the speed for detection okay then team for security we have already discussed about shared responsibility model cool team now team like we are having like secure like we are having some aws services okay so i have already explained you like identity and access management right okay i have already explained you like identity and access management in security okay in security we are having something called as identity and access management i already explained you like how we can use uh, identity and access management uh, for building our or just securing our system right we can create our users we can assign them proper policies right then team there is something called as sts this is a backend service team if you're just going to go here and type STS, you won't be able to find here. Okay. So the reason is that team STS is a backend service. Okay. So what STS do, it helps to provide temporary credentials. Okay. So it will help you to provide temporary credentials in the backend. Okay. If my one service want to access and usually we used to do in a role, I will, uh, we can manage all these things using MFA, right? So team we are having like multi-factor authentication okay so in multi-factor authentication what we can do right so we have to we are having like a, a password and uh, what we can do we can just create uh, we can use google authenticator and all these kind of stuff okay uh, for our like semantic okay uh, for all these things or mfa then team we are having something called as aws organization okay so team what is aws organization so team AWS organization is a service okay okay so team we are using this service to control multiple accounts so, okay so team what will happen if you create an organization here okay so team if you wants to create an organization click here you create an organization your organization will be created and you can send uh, like request to different accounts and and you can just make a member right so like for example we are having lots of people sitting here right uh, we are having uh, anmol we are having uh, chaitanya right we are having uh, dinesh right uh, so what we can do team 
i can send you a request and you will be just member of my this account and i can just have a control over your account now i can enforce secure like service control policies to just limit like what all service you can use or not right and why we are going for this uh, service the reason is that uh in a uh, like in practical we are not going for a like, single aws account okay so for this we need a cloud uh, account management service so for that we are going for aws organization then team like we are having cloud trail to look at you like all the logs that have been created in your account like for example this is my cloud trail okay let me open this team so what all things that i have done in my account will be visible here so you can use all these things okay so event history click here okay so these are all the things that i have done right now see what i have done i have shown you right okay so team by this way we can do all these things right now team we have like CloudFront to protect from DDoS attacks, right? Then we are having VPC, okay, uh, to set up the right ACL, okay? Then we have Shield, again we have a Shield team, like CloudFront is using Shield only, so we are having a service that is called a Shield to protect from DDoS and DDoS attacks, okay? Let me show you, okay? So this is my Shield, okay? So I am having Shield and Okay, so team, uh, first of all, this is my shield. Okay, so team, uh, can you see that here? Just give me a second, team. Just taking a time, little bit. Okay, so team, can you see it? Like, it is used to protect us from those, the those and DDoS attacks, right? So you can go for this, and if you wants to go for, uh, like uh, this, this is something called as web, web application protocol. Okay, so it helps you to just uh, uh, save your uh, resources from bot attack or apps the top 10 right so all these things like common vulnerabilities all these things will be shared it will help you to save and okay okay so team like we are having all these things then we have inspector okay for like threat intelligence then we have kms for encryptions of for our data cool team now team now team uh next thing we are having something called as reliability right now team what is reliability it's the ability okay it's the ability to recover from infrastructure or service disruption right so reliability is the ability of a system to recover from infrastructure or service disruption okay and for that we are having okay then team we are having design principles okay so first one is like test or recovery procedure use automation to simulate different failures or to create uh, to recreate uh, scenarios that led to failures beforehand i have already discussed like type of a thing like chaos monkey then team automatically recover from failure okay so team like for this so we can use some services okay uh i will just discuss it like we are having some services for that right then we are having horizontal like scaling uh, horizontally to increase aggregated system availability so team now i have one thing right now team uh, now we can we need to just uh, divide our resources in more in smaller things right so team like for example okay i am having a very strong okay i, I am having a very strong 
system right okay i have i've taken a, uh, a very high computing capacity uh, what we say server right and team what happens like if it fails what will happen like it can take like 10000 what will happen like our whole system is down right now team what we have done we have just created like five uh, different uh, small small servers and they are just serving the same purpose then what will happen if once uh, server is down at least like my four servers are working right so team in this way we can just distribute our workload in multiple resources then team stop guessing your capacity right maintain the optimal level to satisfy the demand without over or under provision right i will tell you like how we can do it so team for that we are using some services so first thing is that vpc okay so this is really strong foundational for networking then team we are having something called a service called a service quotas okay set neither too high nor too low team we are having something called a trusted advisor team like trusted advisor is nothing but it just like a, a recommendation that we are getting from a aws like it's like our parents that we are in a, that we are having right our parents used to give us like uh, advice right and we are just uh, trusting them so same way you are having a service that is trust advisor okay so they will be just telling you what all things are good for your reliability then team you are having something called as auto scaling okay so you have to set if you have auto uh, if you have set up auto scaling and after some time if my application become unpopular then we don't need to change anything right sorry if it become popular then we don't need to change anything it will be, we will be having this reliable system it means that auto scaling is just increasing reliability in our system right then we have cloud wash team like we can set up alarm for auto scaling like reliability like for example i am just setting up like after 80 percent of my cpu utilization uh just create or uh, more servers right so we can set up uh, aws cloud wash alarms okay so team i will show you like from where you can just uh do all these alarm things right so like for example you can create in two ways so i am just showing from ec2 instance okay so this is my instance team so what i can do if you want to create alarm plus here you can just create alarm right okay so you can define alarm actions like what all things you can do here right then you can just select cpu utilization if it's right uh i'm just giving it for now 80 percent if it's go to 80 percent then what will happen we just need to create new server side full team so by this way we can create uh alarms then team we can do to backup right then team we are having fourth pillar that is performance okay efficiency pillar then team what is professor efficiency this is the fourth pillar okay it includes the ability to use computing resources efficiently to meet system requirement and to maintain that efficiency on demand changes okay as demand changes okay so to maintain that performance so team it's all about adapting and providing the best performance it's nothing else it's all about adapting and providing the best performance cool team then team here we are having design principles like de democratize uh, advanced technologies this is basically like that advanced technology becomes services right and you can just use these services 
uh, and you can just focus on your product development right then go global in minutes okay so easy deployment in multiple region okay if you are using cloud formation you can just do easy deployment in multiple region cool team use serverless architecture so team like service architecture we are having something called as lambda so if you are using lambda instead of ec2 team then you don't have like if you like your ec2 instance is running like 24 7 right if you are just creating it right but if you are having serverless architecture what will happen till you get any request this server will not work right as soon as you are just getting a request this server will work and you have to pay for that period of amount of time only cool team and you can just avoid burden of managing servers and then team you can go for like experiment more often like easy to carry out a uh, comparative okay so easy to easy to like carry out comparative testing like you can try serverless or like fully man fully managed service right team then team like we are having some aws services using that you can increase your performance okay so like some services that we are having right now is uh AWS Lambda for serverless, you can go for auto scaling. Like using auto scaling, you can increase your efficiency. Okay, then you can use S3. You can store any amount of data, which can help in the performance. Then CloudWatch. Okay, monitoring our performance, how well we are doing. Use dashboard and alarm, etc. Then we have Elastic Catch team like what is elastic catch it's usually used to increase the performance of your database so team like elastic catch is nothing but okay i will show you what is elastic catch okay what is elastic catch team see elastic catch is nothing but okay for example this is your application right and here is your database now team if your application wants to access database right and if you're having lots of uh, requests what will happen your uh, database performance will decrease right so team what will what will happen now what we are going to do we are just going to include something in between that is called as elastic catch and team like elastic catch is nothing but it's it's not a replacement for anything it's just an add-on layer right we're just adding a layer and by the name you can see that it's time elastic catch okay so what will happen like for the first request uh, like uh, we need to go for database but like after some amount of when like catch is accumulated here then all these requested will be served from elastic catch only so this is elastic catch team okay so team uh, now next thing we are having is next uh, like uh, next service we are having something called as uh, cloud front team if you are going for CloudFront what CloudFront do I will tell you it uh, just catches your data around the edge locations and it will decrease the latency and it will increase your performance cool team then we have something called as global oscillator this is also used for decreasing latency okay but in this we are not catching anything in this we will be using AWS internal infrastructure to just bring requests from the user to the AWS cloud right our cloud platform now team we are having something called as fifth pillar that is cost optimization okay team right now team uh, like what is it uh, first of all like it includes the ability to run system to deliver business value at the lowest price point and i know that uh, for each and everyone like cost is really 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 important right so team 
so team like we are having like design principles so first one is adopt a consumption mode okay so like pay for only for what you use like for example in s3 uh, we have to only pay for the storage part that you are having right but in ebs volume you have to provision you have to pay whether you are using it or not okay so let me show you like what i am telling you team this is my s3 service so don't worry about it team like uh, what is s3 service is the storage service okay so team like in uh, a, 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 i really don't need to do anything it's like my bucket bucket is in nothing but like a folder or container it just used to do anything okay what i can do team i just need to upload things okay and if i am just having like 5 gb 10 gb or 15 gb or 100 gb i need to pay for this only but team like if you are going for elastic block like uh, for ebs so what happens team you just need to provision right so for example this this is my ebs volume right so team here i will tell you like if you're creating ebs volume what will happen create volume now team here you just need to uh, like provision like what amount of data you are provisioning so team if you're just provisioning 100 gb and you are using only 10 gb then team you have to pay for all these things cool team now team uh, like measures all efficiency okay like we use config all these kind of tools like for our uh, like we are just using uh, uh, all these things like CloudWatch, all these time to think for right type and size of resources then team like uh, stop spending money on data center operation it means that don't use like on-premises things okay so like if you want to for cost optimization you can easily go for like cloud and in cloud you can easily leverage their infrastructure and you just need to focus on your application right you just need to use things what you want just pay for that thing only you just need to pay on like spend money on uh, data center operations cool team then the Team, we have like analyzing attribute expenditure like accurate identification of system uses cost get ROI uh, based on how much money you generate from business right so you just need to check like what or uh, like uh, what you have got or uh, on return on investment right so what you have got like how much money you have uh, generated from your business right then like some services okay that is like AWS budget so team you can create a budget so that uh, you don't exceed like what is your monthly cost like monthly budget you are having so from where you can uh, uh, create your budget so you can create a budget from here like billing dashboard team just click here then team uh, what you need to do you just uh, need to click here okay in budgets okay team you can easily create budget from here and whenever like see once you create a budget aws allow you to forecast spend take actions on your budget team like if you have mentioned a budget and if you wants to just like aws notify you you just need to mention your email and aws will notify you right cool team right then team like we are having some services okay all these things we have discussed right then we have like aws cost and uses report so you can just see all these things in a graphical method then we have spot instances team like spot instances are really really cheap okay so like spot, uh, let me tell you what is spot instances spot instances are team like uh, aws have a massive infrastructure right so if that infrastructure is not getting used what what they do they 
it just uh, uh put demand like very less demand like put like very cheap cost for that thing but after some time like if the demand increases they have to like they will increase the uh cost for it and you have to pay for it if you want to use otherwise these things will be terminated so it's spot instance is like a bidding you are just bidding like uh this time these things are like in a really cheap prices you can just go for it right then we have reserved instances team like it's a great way to save money now team if you know that you are running a production environment like 24 7 so you can go for reserved instances cool team then we have s3 glacier so s3 glacier is just used for backing up your data you just need to put all these things in your account like you can put all your things that you really uh, you are just going uh, hardly going to use okay or you just want to put these things for like longer period of run or longer period of time like seven years ten years then you can put all these things as ratio and you have to pay very less cool team then team you can scale you can use auto scaling like team auto scaling will help you a lot like in auto scaling there will be three things like desired minimum and maximum so team in desired you can just mention that uh, uh, in a normal condition my two servers should be running a minimum one should be running and maximum five right so when auto scaling like you when normal is you are not having much traffic uh, like you will be having less uh, you say will your or you your two servers will only be running and team what will happen you have to pay less right then team you you are having maximum like before like after four or five server they won't be creating any server right so you need to change that then team like this is my last pillar that is sustainability this is a new pillar so this pillar focus on minimizing the environment impact of running cloud workloads okay so team the design principles are really simple like so idea here is that to understand your impact for this established uh, performance indicators like evaluate improvement Establish sustainable goals like you need to uh, mention like long-term goals for each workload. Then you can just use maximum utilization of your services because you want to be energy efficient, right? So why we are going for sustainability because you want to be energy efficient, right? And obviously be uh, environment conscious. Then use managed services like you can go for like managed services. Then you have to. Like you, you are just reducing the amount of infrastructure you are using, right? You are just using this shared infrastructure. Cool team. Then team, you can anticipate and adopt new or more efficient hardware and software offerings and design for flexibility and new technologies. For auto scale, like for sustainability, we are all, we are we are having the same services like easy to auto scaling, serverless lambda, ST life cycle management, all these kind of things. Team, like finally, I am having like certifications. So we are having like these kind of certification. Okay. So these are the certification we are having right now. So this is the basic one. Okay. Cloud practitioner. So if you are a manager or if you want to have wants to have overview or if you are newbie or you can go for a like cloud practitioner if you want to start your journey with AWS. Then we have like three types of like in a second level, we are having something called as uh, associate level. In this, we are having three. So if you if you are like these two are similar, right? In this, we are learning uh, in a deeper way. We just used to learn services and solution architect. You just need to focus on providing solutions and so system administrator just implementing that solution team like both of these are really similar but there are like some topics are little bit different if you want to 
good developer services you can go for developer then team like this service is like professional it means that like if you want to learn like if you are learning something say like around uh, what we say like if you are learning things like if you are learning some services like, like kinesis so you need to learn this service in much more deeper in prof professional so the difference only thing that things you are learning in uh, like architecture shade you need to learn these things in much more deeper way team if you want to go for like complete cicd pipeline and all these things you can go for devops and team this is like specialty these are like bit tough the reason is that team uh, because they focus on certain uh, set of things right so team like this is all about